This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So the National Institute for Communicable Diseases has confirmed an outbreak of mumps across the country. KwaZulu Natal, Mpumalanga, and Gauteng account for the majority of confirmed cases. Now, mumps vaccines are also not universally available in the public health sector, but the NICD says that there's absolutely no reason to panic as mumps is a benign, self-limited disease with few complications. There is no vaccine for mumps in the expanded program for immunization at the moment. The reason for this is that over 60% of cases of mumps are asymptomatic um, and in, in, in South Africa. Now, in South Africa, the NICD doesn't do surveillance for mumps because it's not a notifiable um, disease. Right, let's find out more. Got a, a doctor on the line, a general practitioner on the line, Dr. Morris Matebola. Good morning to you and thank you for joining us. Good morning, TT, and thanks for having me on your show. I must say, it had been a long time since I had, I was just relating earlier on to my own episode with mums when I was a, a, a young kid, and I've not heard of mums in a very long time. How common are these outbreaks of mums? And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's why we don't even have vaccines as part of our, you know, our program of immunization. Yes, um, actually, uh, mumps outbreaks are, are not that common. They happen from time to time, but they're actually not uh, very common. Mm. The other thing is that um, mumps is caused by a virus uh, of the paramyxoviridae family of viruses. Um, and usually it's a self-limiting illness. And uh, as you rightfully said, the bulk of the patients will not even know that they, they have uh, mumps. It will mm. pass as an asymptomatic uh, condition. Those that do get mumps um, will have uh, an illness for about uh, up to two weeks, uh, a few days up to two weeks, and they are infectious during the the, the, uh, the period that they have swollen parotid glands mm-hmm. uh, for a period of about five days. So if it's a school-going child, then you would have to isolate them for about five days from the time that you recognize that they have mm. swollen uh, cheeks. So is it um, is it something that is it a virus that? Uh, only attacks children because I mean I mentioned my own case that I was a uh, still very young I was under the age of ten when I had it. Actually, not. It's commonest between the ages of four and nine, mm. but uh, you can get it even in adulthood. And quite incidentally, you actually get a more severe illness when you get it uh, as, as a teenager or as an adult. Mm. Uh, you can get what we call ochitis or inflammation or infection of the testes. Uh, fortunately. Whoa usually doesn't result in in, in sterility. Uh, They recover quite well from it. Um, Sometimes um, less well-known than the orchitis, the the ladies can also uh, get it in the ovaries, Um, so get infection in the ovaries. But also in that case, it doesn't cause sterility. Um, Actually, in terms of vaccination, the vaccine is available in the private sector. It's an MMR vaccine, which is administered uh, at 12 months and 18 months uh, in South Africa. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's in combination with the measles uh, and rubella virus. So MMR is measles, mumps, and rubella. Yeah. But in the, pri- in the public sector, we do not administer it as part of the EPI immunization program. Uh, 
So at what um, at what point then would one take the or why or, or under what circumstances would one be taking the vaccine if it's not even part of the normal immunization uh, program for which uh, children would be immunized? Under what circumstances would I even know that there's a need to take a vaccine? So we would uh, give it to to children in the it will be offered to children in the private sector and uh, routinely. And then in, in, in the public sector, the people who are uh, at high risk of getting uh, mumps, uh, like healthcare workers, uh, etc., would, would have to take uh, the, 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 the vaccine in cases where we suspect that they, they would be yeah. uh, more susceptible. So with the outbreak, the current outbreak, then, I mean, the NICD is saying it's not... Uh, cause of all concern you've used the word the word self-limiting disease what does that actually mean and also what the fact that this this is uh this outbreak there is this outbreak is there any precaution or caution that needs to be taken by uh, that we need to be take to be taking um as a country um at the moment we're not at, at the level where we should be uh, getting alarmed because of of, of of a measles uh, of a mumps sorry mumps outbreak, mumps is 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 is, is a very mild disease. Mm. There are a few cases where you can get serious complications, and as I indicated, it's usually in in, in adults mm. uh, if they get it. So most of us would have had it uh, in our childhood, and the, the the immunity that you get from that is, it goes on for for a lifetime. So people born um, um, within a certain period would have had. Uh, uh, vaccinations, and then either and the others would have had the infection itself, and that would confer immunity uh, in the community for the bulk of of, of the adults. So, w- as a country, we don't necessarily have to start panicking and and saying that we need to roll this out as a as an emergency. Not at this stage. Um, yeah, and, and uh, one of the the biggest um, uh, uh, complications. Is, is an encephalitis or a meningitis. So you you get it in your the lining of the brain or in the actual mm. brain tissue. And that, in very, very rare cases, can result in fits and, 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 and death in mm. very, very few cases. So there's no cause to take any precautions? We don't need to go out there and look for vaccines or anything now because of this outbreak? Not at the moment. So the best we can do is that the kids who, who have it and have been identified mm. should isolate. Um, I think during COVID, we learned very well how to isolate. And uh, then from there, once they recover, as I said, it takes about five days from when you see the parotitis, the swelling of the, of the cheeks mm. uh, for about five days, isolate. And then from there, then it's fine. And What's so, the, the, the temperature that the fever doesn't go around about above uh, 38 degrees? So 39 upwards, then you need to give anti-inflammatory medication. Right. So yes, are you telling me that that scarf around the head and putting my head inside a um, I don't know what you call it in English. Are you saying <laughs> that? Are you saying that didn't work? It was just the five days of, of uh, uh, isolation that helped. Absolutely. I think our traditions are steeped in our own science. So, yes, it was to give you that period to, to cool off. <laughs> Got you. Thank you so much, Dr. Matewul. I appreciate it. 
Thanks very much, TT. Dr. Morris Matebula is a, a general practitioner there. So no cause for alarm, um, as you were. If you do have a child maybe that exhibits symptoms, uh, like the swelling, as they say, of the cheeks uh, there, then, uh, yeah, just keep them at home and don't let them go to school. And, of course, consult your doctor. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.